0: The Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. My name is Ron Cabuno. We've got just a little news for your day and then we'll have you on your way. It's November 3rd and it is the day after election day. Most incumbents won their seats back. There was no big shakeup in the Boardman School Board. It seems as though everyone in Mahoning County is behind Sunday liquor sales at new uh, restaurant establishments. Basically, all levies that were on the ballot passed, except for those in Lowville. All of those failed, including ones for the school, fire, and police. And even the Mahoning County roads tax passed, but it was a squeaker, 52 to 47. And I know that listening to interviews with city officials from that department, it was badly needed funding. So hopefully they'll be able to get caught up with whatever they have on backlog before they start with uh, additional improvement projects. In the gubernatorial race that everybody was watching in Virginia, the Trump-like candidate was able to win election in a state that Biden carried by over 10 percentage points just a year ago. That could definitely be seen as a bellwether as to how the public at large is viewing the Democrats' hold on power and their efficacy in wielding it. I can imagine a lot of people in those counties in Northern Virginia are a little upset over Congress not being able to come to a consensus and get these bills passed to say that they are a functioning and responsible governing body that will get things done and bring home actual tangible benefits to their constituents. Not to mention that In addition to the critical race theory scare tactics that Republicans have been using, there is now also the question as to the validity of gifted classes in schools being appropriate or somehow systemically racist. I know that is a stretch for a lot of people to understand, but trust me, there is momentum to those types of rationalizations, and they are not going to be helpful for the Democrats in future elections. In medical news, the CDC recommends vaccines for 5- to 11-year-olds. I know what you're thinking, and yes, the headaches are right around the corner in terms of mandates and the pushback against them. In some local news, a building in Boardman has started coming down. The Nicolini slash Starbucks building on 224 has started coming down to make way for what is supposed to be a Swenson's Burger restaurant. Pretty excited about that, however, I am not happy to see one of the best dining rooms in the area be taken down. From the low ceilings to the murals painted on the walls to the old school charm, I really did enjoy that Nicolini's dining room, and not only that, their food was outstanding. In my opinion, the best Italian greens around. And so, in its place will be essentially a fast food joint, not exactly an equivocal replacement, but we will learn to deal. Of course, there's always the splendiferous dining room at Aquapazo, but the more the merrier, I think. And finally, we will end with sports. The Braves won the World Series, and that's it. Who cares? More importantly, folks, Cleveland Browns and OBJ. Mad drama at present. A couple of days ago... Odell Beckham's father released a YouTube video that was compiled by somebody else showing over 12 minutes of his son either standing wide open, uh, waiting for a pass, or watching a pass sail terribly over his head during play during this season. When Odell Beckham's father released this, it was obviously extremely incendiary and caused a problem right away. Not only that, but LeBron James did not help matters at all when he muddled into the fray by tweeting out free OBJ when resharing the video. I would just like LeBron to maybe look at the numbers and see that Odell Beckham has been targeted less than six times only twice this year. Not only that, he's had quite a few drops and has been targeted an adequate amount of time when you consider that in his absence last year, the Browns were a better team and with a running focused attack trying to get him into the game can be a forced measure a lot of the times. So you gotta kinda take what you're given and just hope that winning is enough for star wide receivers like Beckham. And when winning isn't even on the table, then you see where the real wounds show. Seems as though he might be the selfish player we thought he was. Unless, of course, he comes out and says something against this video. However, that doesn't look like it will be the case, and it does look like there is a real rift because on Wednesday, it is reported that he was excused from the team's practice. It says that it had something to do with his shoulder, but it's very coincidental that it just so happens to be a couple days after this really troublesome video came out. Now the Browns did not trade for him before the trade deadline expired, which would have been smart because they could have got something back for him. Now it looks as though they might even release him just a couple days after that trade deadline. Maybe there was nobody who wanted to take on his salary, which is very possible, but essentially they would be forced into the position of just getting rid of him off of the roster because none of his money is guaranteed, and then just moving on without him for the rest of the season and in the future, which might actually be the best option. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we like to watch the Cleveland Browns on TV. My goodness. We'll see how all this drama shakes out when the Browns have to get right back to work this weekend against the Cincinnati Bengals. Never a dull moment. Just like covering the news for the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow.